those early Tekken games, which graphics were so bad, but they were so good. Soul Calibur did all right, and then they got caught up on. The only thing I didn't like about Soul Calibur is that you could knock niggas off the edge of some of the stages. I remember when they brought Yoda into Soul Calibur, and I thought I was doing work until that little nigga kept fly, like he would fly off the stage. So I was like, I'm not about to use him. <laughs> like he would do damage until you couldn't really control him because you had to button mash like to really like have him at full. You know what I mean? That's like when niggas when niggas first got on and using Baraka, uh-huh. and they find out how that Blade Fury shit, and it was over. Oh man. When don't, I learned how to use it on your blades kick up. Don't jump in the air. Man. That's so nice to be back. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of characters like that. Like when I first started using Sub Zero and learned how to freeze niggas, it was it was a wrap. That's like me with Dalsine. When I oh used that yoga flame or that yoga fire or whatever. <sighs> Man, I need a new Mortal Kombat game. I can't keep playing that shit I'm playing. Ain't nothing for me to do anymore. I just do towers. For no reason at all. For no reason. Somebody uh, ranked all of the Mortal Kombat characters, minus the DLC characters, like the, Mm -hmm. the, the guest characters. They ranked all of them. And it was pretty damn accurate. Who's number one? Scorpion. Hmm. Sub Zero is number two. I can't remember who's number. I always two. feel like depending on who you ask, those two are interchangeable. Yeah, but they actually put reasoning behind it. Yeah, like they had to appear in like a shitload of games. They had to be a part of the main part of storyline. They couldn't, you know, da da. da. Um, yeah, the, the list itself was pretty. I skipped ahead though. I wasn't gonna sit there for like two hours. Shea, Shea Serrano did something like that on The Ringer, but it was the all the fighters from Mortal Kombat Two were in a room, and they were debating amongst themselves, amongst each other, who had the best fatality. That was a, that was a part of it too. It was like your fatality had to be, you know, over the years like the shit. See, and I don't think that's. Entirely like was, fair because overall, as the games kept coming out, they would give the better fatalities, I think, to the newer players. I know Scorpion always got treated well. I think Scorpion and Subject always have good fatalities, but they had, I feel like they had elements to them that, because you really can't lose, imagine, you, can't, you can't run out of imaginative ways to kill somebody with ice and frozen wind like water. And then with with Scorpion, fire. the fire and the hell aspect. Which is funny because Luke Kang shit just got kind of played out after a while. Yeah, Luke Kang just made the top ten in and, that list. And they were probably being generous because he was the main character of... Well, he was dead for like four games. He was like a zombie for four of the games. That's true. Including this newest one. <laughs> Yeah, until he came back. Like, the, the, the older version came back and saw him as a zombie. Well, yeah. Are they a zombie? Were they zombies? What the fuck were they? They were dead, but they weren't. They were zombies. Okay. Well, they were basically... The, the, they, they basically brought life back into the dead versions of them. 
So they weren't zombies. They were themselves, but they were dead and evil. But they could do everything that they could do as like because they had their memory and shit. I'm like, well, are what are they zombies? Like, what's the deal here? Do they decompose at one point? Their scars were glowing. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I just was ready to get with the shits with Jax because that's always been my boy. I love Jax. I never liked Jax. Oh, man. And I didn't like the fact that his daughter, Jackie, looked like Kiki Palmer. In this new she game. does. She looks just like Kiki Palmer. She does. And, and, and Jax in this game looked like Michael Shea. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. You ready to get the show started, man? Shit, I thought it was already started. Go ahead and uh, play this new Shelly FKA drum. Let me love you inside out and outside in. Let me touch your soul before I touch your skin. Expose yourself to me. You have my consent. I wanted to see what lies underneath. Cause beauty to me is more than skin deep. The woman of my dream. Right here in real life, right there when I sleep. Every memory. Everything and I, I just want to be your man. And I already think I am. And I want to be the best of friends. And I, first, you gotta let me let me love you inside out and outside in. Let me touch your soul just like I touch your skin. Inside of and outside in. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. You want me to keep going? No, it's over now. All right. Um, welcome to you know who this is and you know what we're about. Um, <laughs> so what? Do they remember? No, they they they, they know. Um, poor Alana, she been getting IG messages because we kept <laughs> kept pushing the show back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a word? Yeah. Uh, oh, let me go check those out because you know I still got access. Yeah, I saw uh, Jaleel had sent her something. He said something like, you better. Like every time we pushed it back. it was you know, He said better, ho. Yeah. I think he still thinks I run the <laughs> Yeah. She goes, I don't know why. Who is this? And so I had to bring up the piss on the dashboards episode from the last show or whatever. Oh, shit. So now she put her face to a name. That's hilarious. Hey, you know what my favorite thing on the internet is right now? What? Hold on. Boy. Look at how they massacred my boy. <laughs> is this a girl that's um, Marge Simpson? <laughs> yes, it's my favorite thing <laughs> on the internet right now. I laugh every... If I'm ever in the mood or I just don't feel right, I, I look at that. It's hilarious. I hope she's having a good day. I don't know who she is. I don't know what she does. I hope she likes black people. I hope she's having a good day. The one that got me was, have you ever seen the one where the dude was putting like the shapes in the in the bucket or whatever? And like the different holes were different shapes. And the girl was like narrating everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he kept putting the shit in the square hole and it was it was like her anxiety was going <laughs> on. 
I love that video. Oh, TikTok. What a crazy world. Um, trying to think of uh, what else. Oh, okay. So my sister's, my little sister's birthday was this past week, right? Oh, you're about to tell me all your excuses for ducking the shade, la- ducking the fade no, last no, week? No, this for Saturday. Friday was, she hit me in my soul on Friday. Uh, and I, I couldn't even, I just had to just, I had to be big brother all weekend. I had to. Because she hit me with the truth. She said, you're never around for my birthdays. And you're around for all, you're around for your brother and your sister's birthdays and stuff. You're never around for mine. And I was like, you know what? Damn, you trash. Yeah, I know. So I had to. Damn. Well, happy belated birthday to your sister. I don't know if you want me to say her name on here. Nah, let's not. Okay, well, happy happy belated birthday to your sister. I found out one of them little boys that came over to the house on Friday. uh, Listen to the show? Yeah. Hey, and... Real quick, happy birthday to a friend of the show, Wilburina Edwards. Yeah, I thought she was about to say OJ. That's tomorrow. It's tomorrow, but she probably won't listen to this shit till like next week. That's all right. She's a little behind, but happy birthday to her, Miss Wilburina. But Wilburina. Saturday, she decided, or well, Friday night, she decided she wanted to go to Apex on Saturday. But she wanted to make it like a date with her little boyfriend that she found. Oh, that's cute. Well, my family, we just were not with that. So we all decided <laughs> to tag along. So y'all, it was, y'all all some cop blocks. Every one yeah, of y'all. It was me, Mom, Bruce. Damn, and our the whole, two cousins. Whole cop block crew. Jody and Mimi. So we're 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 there. Well, I mean, we let them walk. All right, so here's the deal with Apex, okay? Take everything you love about Funscape. Everything. Is it the, the, the putt-putt, the bumper cars, uh, virtual reality, bowling. They didn't have a movie theater in there. Oh, that's why. They had go-karts in there. Instead. Which was always fun to me that Funscape had a movie theater since it was connected to a movie theater. Well, I think they were owned by whoever owned that movie theater. But just all movie. the things you love about Funscape. Condense it just a little bit. And then go put every kid from Friendship Village in there and have them run amok. You know how many times I almost stepped on somebody's child? I'm sure it was a lot of times. Uh, The food was trash, but you don't really go to a place like that to eat. Nah, they just give you the... Niggas are lucky that there's more than chicken fingers on the menu. Yeah. If there's more, I've never been. So if there is more than chicken fingers on the menu. Drinks were all right. The girl was cool. Um... That served our table or whatever. The bumper cars were that bumper car little room was about the size of your living room. You you got in the bumper car? No. Oh, okay. Got in the go kart though, but they have big man approved go karts. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, we had to do the kitty round because Alyssa is sixteen and she does not have a driver's license. Yeah. So her and her boyfriend, we we decided to do the the kitty round with them, and some little girl. <laughs> behind me kept knocking me into the goddamn wall so i'm in first place <laughs> i'm killing these little turns because it's like a little it's a little something something it's a little track you do eight you do eight laps and i'm in first place but i'm cruising because you can only do like 30 miles per hour on the kitty run which we say just but that's still <laughs> that's stupid well i got a lead foot so 30 still is, pretty fast yeah 30 is like real slow to me 
And I'm coming up on this because there's like this sharp right turn. And she kept knocking into the back of my damn cart. And I kept looking at her like, girl, if you don't get. So I let her get in front of me. I don't know how she ended up behind me again. But as soon as she got behind me again, she knocked into my cart and knocked me into the wall. I fell from first. There was only nine people in this race. I fell from first to ninth. Damn, she hit you with the banana. I don't banana, know if maybe pill. she was with, because there was another girl that looked just like her. So I don't know if that was like her sister or whatever, who she probably set her up like, oh, he's in first place. Take him out. Oh, man. Alyssa. Oh, she was in the middle of the track going as slow as possible. Does, she, does that scare you for when she gets her license? Well, at least I know she'd be safe because she didn't run into the wall or anything. She was just, I don't know if she was scared because other cars were whizzing by her or whatever. Because our cousin Jody and uh, Mimi, his wife, they were, they were booking it. They were, trying to, they were trying to win something. There was nothing to win. You paid $25 just to get on the damn track. Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah. Uh, the different attraction, like the putt-putt and everything is uh-huh. like 15 so wait, the, so you pay mo- do you pay money to get in the whole thing? Well, here's the thing. It's like uh, Top Golf. So you could pay to get a card, uh-huh. and you could be like a part of a club, and then instead of paying actual money, you pay in points so you could recharge the card or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't really want to do the card, and there's only one thing you really want to do, which is the go-karts, you go in, and then you pay for the go-karts. Oh, yeah, I'm never going to go to this place. Yeah. Never. Um... I think the bowling was separate. I don't know. We didn't go because that was downstairs. That was on the first level. Everything, like to get to the go-karts, even though the go-karts were on the third level, you had to be on a second level. and You had to sign a waiver and shit. Um, the putt-putt was cool. They had like a little skywalking thing where you were like hooked up and you could walk across. Remember where the Dick's escalators were? Yeah. That's where it is. So it's hovering over that. So okay. I was going to do that because I saw a bigger man than me up there. I said, oh, if they can hold them, they could definitely hold me. There's no net. There's, I'm sorry, what? There's no net. So what happens if you fall? I mean, you're hooked up to something, but I'm a big man. Momentum and everything, inertia. Well, I'm sure that it's tested for big people anyway. I do not want to be that guy. I do not want to own heart myself in Apex. Man... Because I was going to go up there and do like a whole Shawn Michaels number. Shawn Michaels SummerSlam. When he like slid down. I was going to do one of those. And I saw not a net. I said, no, I'm good on that. But yeah, Apex is Apex is Funscape for the new generation, I guess. Enjoy. Sorry, I had drinks. But yeah, that was was my Saturday. And then uh, got over to Boo James' house right in time. For the greatest tiny desk that ever existed. D'Angelo. I, I I only watched the DJ set before. Bruh. That's that's all I watched. That's all I cared about. And now And I didn't know I cared about that until somebody said something about it, so I went and checked it out and I realized he was killing it. But uh yeah, I didn't I don't I didn't care about any of the rest of it. And now, you know, with the news coming out that it was supposed to be him versus Maxwell. That would have been something. That would have been fire. So what happened to Maxwell? I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to smoke. Because D'Angelo was playing B-sides that were just... <sighs> Damn. 
Yeah, you couldn't pretty wings your way to a win in this one, Maxwell. Nah, he he was not going to. And he saved the biggest hits for last. He saved well, how you, does it feel in uh, brown sugar for last. Did you, did you Have you ever heard of the story of why he doesn't like singing how does it feel? Yeah, because he was being sexualized. Yeah. Like a piece of meat. Oh, you still fucking around with Angie Stone. He said they would, they would, Quest Love was like, he would throw huge, like, tantrums at, like, <laughs> ever to perform that shit on, like, stage, on tours and shit. He said they had to talk him into it half the time. Man. He thought he'd gain a little weight and get, and get them off of him. Nope. Nope. It's too late, bro. It's too late. Your music still touches women in places that some men can't even find. Well, but cost, all in all, cost being a sex symbol. All in all, um, I I come to the realization that maybe they should do more of those. The like performer and friends. Yeah. Like think about it. Like Stevie, who was going to go up against Stevie Wonder? I think if they do that, they need to do it with another DJ set, another DJ versus. Or another producer versus. Okay. Where, like, the producer would, like, bring out an artist that did a song with mm-hmm. them or something. That'd mm-hmm. be fire. But I'm just thinking, like, there's a lot of artists now that could easily do that. Where they could bring their friends on stage. Oh, yeah. So would it be, like, Versus Presents, such and such and friends? Yeah, that would be. See. <clears throat> excuse me. And the reason why I don't think, I, well, if they do, cool. But if they don't, I would think it's because it would take away from, like, festivals that do shit like that. Well, Because this no, whole thing started at Summer Jam. Well, I mean, there's no real festivals to go to right now. You, you probably won't be able to go to a festival till next year. Yeah, but I'm, I think they want this to extend long. I, want, I feel like they've developed a plan for this to go long term now. So we're not just talking about while we inside this is happening. I think they want this to go on long after we're back outside. Hmm. Now, I wouldn't be against the tour. And every every different city is a different, like, versus. And then they broadcast it, and then, like, they just charge you for it? I say I'm I'm talking about when they when everything opens back up, do it do a tour. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. like they could broadcast it like on YouTube or whatever and like it charge you like two dollars to watch it or whatever. Or you could go. Yeah. That'd be fire. I would I would do that. Or do one like at an actual I know what you're saying. I'm just trying to see like put it in a festival sort of deal. Yeah, like it like how when when they did it at Summer Jam to when they started this whole thing a couple of years ago. Because that's how it started. Tim and Swiss was at Summer Jam going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Do do that. Yeah, that'd be fire. Have like your own special little tent. Have the fans come through. Your actual fans or well, make the whole make the whole state. Maybe that's one of the nights, the one of the headlining nights of the tour, of the festival. Have them both on stage on opposite sides of the stage, and be like, oh well, you gonna throw that, and then boom. Or something like you know what I'm saying? I feel like there'd be a lot of money involved towards the artist in that. See, and I don't feel like it has to be because if you got a bunch of songs with artists that's already on the festival, be like, yo, you mind just coming back? So you want them to perform twice at the festival? You want them to perform, and not even a whole perform. If you're just doing a song, that's not a perform. That's not a whole performance. What I'm saying, you're taking their set because I mean. 
All right, if they cut it down to 10, I would agree to this. Don't do 20. Yeah, do 10, 10. Yeah, if they do 10, then that'd, yeah, that'd be perfect. Because I'm saying, how many times do they do festivals and artists come back out after they perform to do songs with other artists? Or how many artists just come to the festival? They, they're not even on the bill. And they just come to drop in and then do a few songs. I feel like they should have fun with I feel like they should, like, you know how we do the verses? How we do, like, the love songs or the white yeah. Have them flip it up like that. Like you can only do your love, like your top ten love songs, if you if y'all are both crooners. Yeah, and or I'm waiting if your rappers do your B sides. I'm waiting for somebody to be like, "Yo, only cuts when it's just you on the song." Yeah, or something like a lot that. of like a stipulation. There's a lot of rappers getting away from playing songs that are hot because another nigga was on the song. And they try to play like their Ross. verse like it was the best one on there. Ross was doing some Jay Z cuts. And I'm like, Ross, your your verse wasn't even, I don't even remember what you said on the song. I remember what Jigga said, though. Because <laughs> remember, that was the biggest thing. Like, oh, if you throw your, if you throw your Hove record, this other, like when he, well, it was him versus 2 Chainz. Everybody was like, oh, 2 Chainz doesn't have a Hove record. It's not fair. Well, why should, why should you go straight to the, your features? You. <laughs> You're telling me that your discography, your body of work, solo by yourself without features, doesn't hold up to another artist. Now, unless you get an artist like Game, who, let's be real, Game's not playing anything. Anything after his second album is feature heavy. I don't think I don't I can't name ten Game songs from the last ten years that it was just Game on it. Can you? Damn, the one I was gonna pick has for or not for real, but Kanye on it. Wouldn't, Wouldn't get, get far. far yeah. <laughs> and then even hey, back in the day, you. it was a, a lot of games' biggest songs had a feature on it. Matter of fact, I would be hard pressed. Maybe dreams, and only because that was the sample. Outside of, I can't think of any other game songs when it's just game by himself. Not the big, not not a hit. I mean, I can't even say that about Meek. Like Meek got song Dreams and Nightmares. If you if you just pull that card automatically, that's 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 it right there. That's that's a Trump card right there, and that's just him. Like I can't look, I can't go back and be like, yo, that drink that game got by himself. Um, 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 <laughs> dreams, which, I mean, you're not pulling that out in the verses, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think, I think if you put dreams up against a lot of other, they're killing dreams. But I think that's the, that's the only song that I could think of without a feature that was big for game. Hated to love it had fifty. Even the regular version had fifty on it. Uh, how we do fifty? Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know. They left him off of <laughs> beg for mercy. <laughs> so, uh, he he might want, he might want to do some soul searching. And I think Game is one of those people that's like, I want to do a verse. See, I bet you do. So you could play 50 
<laughs> and, and all these other people who's been and Lil Wayne. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, his wow. his so like if you if you just do songs of him by himself, it doesn't hold up against anybody else. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. And that's sad because Game could rap. <laughs> now is that off of maybe one? Nope, One Blood was a feature too. <laughs> had a feature on it too. Wait, one blood. Out of, uh, yeah, Damon, uh, Damian Marley Jr. was on that. Damn, he can't even use one blood. <laughs> the original. <laughs> I'm not talking about the 12 minute remix. He can't use the original one blood. That hurts. That hurts me because one blood was a fire song. Damn, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, whatever. Sucks to be him. He's a. He's a. Anyway. All in all, uh, I felt like on Saturday night I didn't light enough candles, but I did take some medicine while I was uh, in the mood because he was playing. D'Angelo was playing his B sides, and I was sitting there like, "Oh shit!" And then, okay, so Method Man and Red Man came out in uh, mm-hmm. the beginning of the thing, and they did all right. And you know, once again, uh, a grown woman sitting next to me saw Method Man and made a noise that normally doesn't come out of her mouth. How it make you feel? I mean, I understand. <laughs> Method Man has looked the same for 30 years. Minus the braids or man, minus the razor blade in his mouth. Yeah. Method Man has always been. Red Man has looked the aged, same. He has, they, I don't think they've aged at all. Red Man aged a little bit, but it's graceful. Like, it's a. It's a but Method Man, yeah, Method Man looks exactly. He looks exactly the same. He just, you could tell he's more matured, like his look. But. Method Man on Saturday night looks exactly like Method Man in 187. Yeah, he looks exactly the same as, as he's been, so I can understand why. But that should be an attest, too, to the fact that some of these dudes looked old when they were teenagers. <laughs> like, Frederick Starr has always looked he He looked old <laughs> when he was a teenager. Don't do that to him, man. You tell, no, wait. not Frederick. Who, who's, what was the other one? Sticky Fingers? No, <laughs> Sticky Fingers look older than, than Frederick. They both looked when Fredro was on Boesha playing Q, and I was like, that is not a high schooler. Fucking Tretch. <laughs> Remember Tretch? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Tretch always looked like he was in his 30s. Always. So I think it's, some of that is a testament to their environment made them look older than they were in the first place. And now having money and being able to relax has finally evened out the playing field. So now they look like the age that they're supposed to be. Or younger in some cases. I don't know what Sticky Fingers look like these days. Oh, he still looks the same. Like he'll rob you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, all, all the niggas in the look like they'll rob you. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody from 90s hip-hop and ra- New York hip-hop and rap, they'll rob you. Yeah. Oh, speaking of 90s New York hip-hop and rap, um, we got to check out that Biggie documentary that comes on Netflix. It just premiered today. Or they just dropped it today. Okay. We'll, 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 I'll, I'll watch it and uh, I'm gonna we'll, check it out. I might check it out tonight. We'll do a little recap on that. Speaking of shows uh, that you need to watch on Netflix, uh, before I go deep into this, there's a reality show on Netflix called Buried by the Bernards. It's about a black family in Memphis that owns a funeral home, and they're known for inventing two. Well, inventing the drive-through funeral, so you would drive through the thing and look in the window and see your loved one and keep going. 
uh, was that was that did they invent that before COVID or that was they, before COVID? They this was like this oh, was years ago. Okay, and uh, if you watch it, do you would um, attest to this? If you were to watch it, it's only eight episodes. Uh, the funeral home director, the owner, and his mother. That is me and my mom. Swear to God. Oh God. Swear to God. Oh well, my God. Once you watch the first, you go, yeah, that's Miss Tammy. They have an uncle named Kevin who is the funniest living human being on the planet. I can't really explain more. The daughter, he has two daughters that work for him. One of them looks like Solange. The other one looks like China and McLean. But the, the entire show is actually really good. I hope they get picked up for a second season. But that Uncle Kevin was the funniest thing in every episode. He looked at one of the daughters is going to college for like nursing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't know why you're doing that. You work here at a funeral home. And she goes, well, I want to be around living people for once. And he goes, hell, the only difference is they dead there and they dead here. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, the man, but the man was like the funniest shit ever. So I, I implore y'all to watch that. I also, if y'all have um, HBO Max, if you can stomach it, I need for y'all to watch Pharaoh V. Allen. My man Woody was out there. Like, Woody Allen? Yeah. Golly. They got testimony from the kids. The youngest, I think his daughter, Dylan. Mm-hmm. She was talking about how he would teach her how to suck his thumb. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So they were sitting on the porch, and he would teach her how to suck his thumb. And Mia Farrow, being his girlfriend, I thought they were married. I didn't know that they were just, like, in a partnership or whatever. Came outside and, like, stopped it. Um, there's another story where he was putting on suntan lotion on her. Because she had like a little country spot up in New York and they had like a lake or whatever. So the kids would go swimming. And he was putting on suntan lotion on her and he was trying to put it in between her buttocks. And she like snatched his hand or whatever. And I believe all of this because the man married his own stepdaughter. Soon ye. This is how you know. They went deep into detail. This is how that. you know it's real. Cause he's still alive, right? Yeah, he's still alive. He hasn't said anything about it. He you, wrote a book, but you, he was sort of debunking everything. You, you he know was why? To debunk everything. He hasn't said anything because that would mean that people are going to start paying it more attention. Well, they should have paid it more attention when he married his own stepdaughter. Well, shit. What there was a lot of stuff they should have paid more attention to back then. And Mia, um. Because she has a son named Ronan um, that was supposed to be Woody's. If you look at a picture of Ronan Farrow, mm-hmm. and because the rumor is, is that Frank Sinatra was actually the legitimate father to this child. Mm-hmm. But if you put those pictures side by side, that's Frank Sinatra's son. They showed him in there, and he looks like a young Frank, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, that was the era of time where they were just letting motherfuckers. Jerry Seinfeld had a girlfriend who was super young. 16. Yeah. But they were really going through. Now, there's, there's two episodes. There, I think it's supposed to be like four or five altogether. And it comes out every Sunday. But, yeah. They told a story about um, after Mia found out that Woody was dating Sun Yi, the, the, the stepdaughter. Uh, 
Mir had kicked him out, but she wanted him to still have visitation with the biological kid. Mm -hmm. And so she had told the babysitters, do not leave him alone with Dylan, who is the little girl. And one of the babysitters went somewhere and they disappeared. Woody and the little girl disappeared for 20 minutes. And that little girl told a story about Woody doing some horrible shit to her in 20 minutes. And I couldn't watch anymore. Yeah. It's one of those. Like, you got to stop. But, yeah, get Woody the fuck out of here. Well, it's. There's a lot of people during that era. That's why there's so many pictures of people with, um, what's the girl's name? Jazane? Jazlane? I know you're talking about. Whatever. There's so many people with her and the other dude. So many high, high power celebrities because that was like, as nasty as it is, the norm. Like, as much as I love him, Prince, when he, before he got Prince. married to Maite, he, he was Michael. around with her when she was 16. Don't, don't get me started on Michael. But once again, there was a lot of foul stuff going on. When they showed the Woody, I think it's the name of his Manhattan, but it was basically a story about a 42 year old man dating a 16, 17 year old girl. And she's begging for him to stay with her. And he wrote it, directed it, produced it, all this stuff. Yeah, he probably started it too. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was the 42 year old man. This was a biography, it was a biopic. Um, <laughs> they pulled up a few girls that he had dated in the 70s that were teenagers. And he was well into his thirties at that point. Yeah, that dude was that dude is nasty. Yeah, and I mean that's there's a, there's a whole lot of that's why when shit happens, people aren't quick to start saying stuff as far as old celebrities go because they they're afraid <laughs> that they're gonna pull up pictures of them. It's it's we don't hear from. I don't even think Woody. Allen lives in America anymore. No, he still lives in America. He's probably in New York somewhere, praying on somebody's daughter. But yeah, he's I a, know he's uh, Roman or is it Roman Polanski? Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, he's definitely out of the country. Yeah, he he won't come back. He ain't coming back no time soon. If that dude gets a flight into Fort Lauderdale, there'll be authorities waiting for him. Mm. That's how bad it is. Um, what else? Uh, Snowfall dropped last week. Hey, man. I know I texted you last week when, when shit was going. I didn't know you was going to, um. Yeah, I don't like commercials. <laughs> I, I just don't. So I just, I watch, I either I'll record it, which I forgot to do, or I'll just watch it the next day on Hulu. Spoilers for anybody who didn't watch it, but I don't give a damn. They got Franklin out here slipping. Franklin's out here slipping. Now, I, I, it's the first two episodes, so he can easily redeem himself. He can easily come back to being the Franklin Saint that we fuck with. But he was slipping. Keep, keep, keep going because I'm about to say something, and I don't know if people are going to appreciate what I'm saying. I mean, he had uh, Stacy out here ready to, to take out Man Man and them, or Boy Man and them. Man Boy. I like calling. I think Man Boy is a little more derogatory. Well, like that better. P, well, Pete, I call him Pete Town because he's from Portsmouth. Um, like the whole thing at the club where he was with uh, the Mexican dude. Like the better parts of that show was actually the Mexican dude and the white dude. Like, 
His mom looked like a G. She was like, I ain't going nowhere. You can come talk to me all they want. We've been here through the worst of it. Yeah. Pops looked like he was about to fight a cop. But Franklin just... So... Having binge-watched Snowfall in the last two weeks, and then seeing the episode and seeing people saying, oh, he's slipping. I want to know when he wasn't. Franklin has done a lot of stuff during this show off of straight emotion at the time. Franklin ended up in jail because he did shit on emotion. Okay, I understand what you're saying. And I know why he was going... Why he was going to do what he was to stop him from doing, but bussing off in a park in the middle of the day that's never a good look when you're the the top you're the head on the snake and then he let that shit with his neighbor go way too far I mean he walked around with a limp because of it he uh and because he was he was he he was in love with the girl Melody Melanie Melody whatever her name was, he let that shit go left. Her ass all the way down in Texas right so now. So he had to do things that he had to do, which I get it, but it shouldn't have. He's slipping because he's never made he's not he's not made for that lifestyle. So he's always going to think with his heart first, and he's going to react off of emotion. These are not things that if you, if we, like The Wire. How many times did you see, um, what's my man's name? Wood Harris. What's his, what was Wood Harris? Avon? Avon, yes. I don't know why I can never remember Avon. How many times did you see Avon doing shit by himself? Or himself? It wasn't really, it wasn't happening very often. He feels like he has to do everything because he reacts off of emotion. And the people who are telling him, don't do this, you're reacting off of emotion, are the people that he should be sending to do stuff. But, and I already know this is going to go left for him because he's going to let this little thing with Leon go super left. Yeah. Because Leon will shoot him. But I'm not entirely sure he will shoot Leon. But he reacts off of emotion. Every season, it's in some, what is it, season three or four? I think it's four. He reacts off of emotion. He does things based on his emotions at the time, but then he has to go back later and fix it. There are a few storylines that I'm, I, I would like to see unfold this, this season. I would like to see the uncle and his mom that, that sort of play out because that shit went left. Yeah. Um, I would like to see how this reporter does with everything, like because it looks like she's gonna get the truth. She's probably gonna get the truth because she's already she's gonna live through. She's it. already in the right. She's already in the right page. You know, um, I would like to see how the new Mexican uh, that police chief in Tijuana. I want to see how that works because. Because <laughs> my man was like, "Oh, I'm CIA, Libby." This work out a deal, and he was like, "I don't care about that deal you had with the last guy." Yeah, this is this is me. I, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to get mine. How many more seasons do you think is going to be of the show? No, on FX, probably one or two. When they have great shows like this, they don't like to drag them out. 
They like to keep it within like four or five seasons. I think we're going to see a huge difference in the show. And I don't think it's going to be a, a good difference. Now, once again, I remember we talked about this about two weeks ago with John Singleton being gone. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe this was stuff that he already, because remember, they pushed back the film dates because of COVID and he died last year, I believe. Yeah, but the script and everything was already ready. Yeah. So I don't now, I know think if this, this season is... might be status quo, but I don't know about seasons going on. And I don't know how long you can take the show. Like, you're afraid it is going to end like Dexter or the other shows where, like, the last season was just trash? Yeah, or mid. I can see that. Because I don't. There's not a whole lot of outcomes for this show. Not good ones, anyways. No, not, I mean, I don't. They're all bad outcomes. What's a good outcome? He escapes and goes where? Reed has already said when the shit's over, he's giving up everybody. And I don't, I don't, I don't, unless he kills Reed at some point. But then what? Yeah, I think but I can see him acting off of emotion and doing something like that. Now, we could be completely wrong. These two episodes could be like, all right, and then like it could pick up well from here. Cause... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I but mean, I just don't think, I don't, I, I don't see a, a show like this. And shows like this don't end with happy endings. Well, yeah, not with this topic, especially if you're talking about cocaine in the 80s. Yeah, so no, there's there's no there's no there's not going to be a happy ending in the show. Now, if they go all the way unhappy and kill Franklin, well, FX ain't known for not doing that. Matter of fact, you think he's going to narrate his death? He might. Cuz you know, that's like an ultimate trick right there. That's right? what that's what FX does. Yeah. Looking at you sons of anarchy. FX has none of the, the the great shows from the last 10, 20 years care about killing their main character at some point during the show. Whether it be beginning, middle, or end. That's the greatness of TV now. It's not a, oh, you're the main character. You're going to survive to the end. No, player. <laughs> no. No. We're going to do your ass dirty. We're going to build your story up. We're going to give you this big push, and we're going to bury you, literally. And with all these shows, the best shows are based around anti-heroes. They're doing the worst shit possible. They're doing bad things, but they're the main character, and you love them. Is Franklin saying the anti-hero? Yes. He's got, he's, dog, he's got to be. If he's not, then Walter White wasn't. Correct? I, I mean, all right. I'm I'm not fighting you on that. I just no I don't I don't see him as an anti-hero. He's got to be anti. He's a drug lord. I see him as a protagonist. <laughs> he's he's but I don't see him as like an anti like I don't see him selling well, drugs for the hood to like make it better. He's literally like he's he's selling drugs in his own neighborhood. And this is a drug that's that we've known and we've seen in the in the in the show destroyed the black community. Yeah, but at the time he's dealing it, they don't really. They, it doesn't really show the effects that sure. bad. If you want to look, like, if we he's got an hindsight anti- right now. If you want to look, if he's an anti here a lot, look what happened to Melody. Yeah, look what happened to Melody. I mean, yeah, that was 
no, well, she he, sort of got her revenge on that one. No, though. he didn't get the drugs. She didn't get the drugs directly from Franklin, but they wouldn't. There's a case we made they wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for Franklin. How do you think that storyline is going to play out with the new? Well, she's not new to him. She's old thing, you know. She. Uh, oh, I think that was bar? his first time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's going to play out. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't feel like a, a lo- another love interest is needed. She might be the one that holds show. him down, like Louis. She could, uh, but I did. I did. Well, ain't nobody gonna hold it down like. Look, listen. I don't know. I don't know if that's needed for the show. Listen, I think they do because he's he's young, black, and attractive. They want to have another love interest for him, but I don't think it's needed. Okay. I don't. Th- matter of fact, if they because like I look, I see. I always draw parallels to other shows. You know how how I do. Mm-hmm. Jacks. Hmm. Okay. Now, if they do a love interest to set up what they did, like they set up for Jacks, then oh, okay. But I don't. Having seen all of Sons of Anarchy, knowing that Tara getting killed by Jax's mom and Juice, and Juice helping her hide it, was the basis for the rest of the show. I understand why they did it, but he, but she wasn't a new love interest. She was basically yeah. the only love interest of the show. Now, if you take what happened, what 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 Franklin does to Melody's dad, what's his name? I can't remember. I, I don't either. What she what he did to her dad, and then what she does to him. That's what I'm saying. She got her revenge on that. But clearly, I don't think that's going to stop there. I think they're going to find her. I think they're going to find her. I think one thing's going to lead to another, and Melly's going to be back in the hood. She's either going to be back in the hood, or they're going to find her down in Texas, and she's going to be done. Yeah. Because you saw how easily that reporter found her. Yes. I, I mean, I, she used the little she used brother man to like get all the information. That was a funny ass scene when she made him take shots every time he said, "I don't know." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I got to drive." Hey, but I I, I enjoyed the show. Um. I'm going to hate waiting week to week to watch it because that's what always happens to me. But I enjoy, I hate it because how easy it is to binge, but I enjoy watching shows like that. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. But I know, I know how, for one, I know how FX gives it up. And then you, you also, we have, like you said, we have hindsight. We know how crack gave it up and we know how shit went. So no happy endings with crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and in most drug stories like this it doesn't work out for the people involved no shit Marlo was the only one that got the wire at the Avon still in there yeah at the end when yeah Avon was still in jail and whole, his mom a whole bunch of other people was dead his mom who's the same mom in Snowfall Held it down. Held it down. Let me make sure I get her name. Because she's a hell of an actress. I didn't know she was British. I think she's British. She's something, but she's not American. Well, look up her name. Uh, WandaVision once again proves on a week-to-week basis that it is one of the best things that ever happened to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, my God. These past two episodes have been just... Dog. This last one was actually really entertaining. 
I but me- I like Catherine Hahn. I I mentioned to Charlotte while we were watching it because I had to watch it. I couldn't watch it till Sunday. I said, "Yo, I pre- having just watched like the first like hour of Age of Ultron the day before." I was like, I appreciated that they made sure that when she went and saw her younger self with her brother and they were under the bed, that they described it like they did in Age of Ultron. I was like, I appreciate that. It's the little things that Marvel does like that to make sure that it, there's a kind con- when they try to to be continuous and have continuity like they're supposed to, they make they make it happen. But now, oh. I thought that they were going to go to Shroud with the episode. I'm sort of glad they didn't. I thought they were going to go with, no, you had powers before they you touched the, um, what do they call it? The um, the shit that Loki was fighting for in the first event. The Scepter. Well, not the Scepter, the, the fucking Infinity Stone that was there, but they called it something else. They called it, um, I can't remember right now. And it was in the Scepter. Remember, it was the um, the blue box that they were going after. It was before they oh the tesseract, the tesseract. Before she got her powers from the tesseract or whatever, I was hoping they were going to go the route of no, you're something else. You might be a mutant. I thought they were kind of going to go there too. I felt like that because, uh, but I see that they're not trying to overplay their hand. Because Agatha kept like dropping hints, like, "Oh, you been had these little powers. That yeah. bomb didn't go off or anything." And yeah. la la. So I was thinking, and then when he showed the parents, I thought they were going to go the route of they were probably adopted because we, those of us who know, know that Wanda and Quicksilver are Magneto's kids. Yes. So I thought this was going to be a way of sort of, that's not even your real parents. Which they haven't, they haven't closed any of that off yet. So, but all all in all, I I loved it. Oh yeah, I love it. These next, these last two episodes are going to be fucking great. Kevin Vaughn deserves something for her role in this because she's playing the hell out of actress. She person. is. She really is. Um, which is great. I, I like the fact that they didn't go with the old Agatha. They went with the younger one. Uh, the beginning of the episode kind of weirded me out, though. With her mom being there and stuff. They were trying to do that ritual. Oh, man. I don't know. What they were, what were they trying to do? Were they trying to, like, fix her or something? They were trying to. What were they trying to do? I think they were trying to <coughs> excuse me, kill her. Okay. Um, I enjoyed us being able to see things that we never saw before. Like, Age of Ultron, we know that she starts, she at the end of that, she's with the Avengers at the compound. Cool. Uh, Civil War, we see that her and Vision have a, are, are, have a better relationship. I liked that we were able to see in between all the shit that we didn't see in the movie mm-hmm. what was happening between that made their relationship grow. And I like that we're able to they're filling stuff in in between. And I also like that they showed she didn't take Vision from the facility. They still have him. She just made her own. Yes. And I could that scene. If you're familiar with Scarlet Witch in the comics and how powerful she is, you hadn't seen it up. You hadn't seen it yet, and I don't think we've. I still don't think we've seen it. No. But showing how she created that world and Vision without breaking us like the way she did was impressive to me. 
And we've seen a lot of stuff in the Marvel Universe that's impressive, but that shit was impressive. And they're starting to get back to the after credits bonus scene. Yeah. I'm excited. I think the next two episodes are going to be the longest ones. Yeah, and I like that they gave us a little more time this week. It's still like eight minutes of credits, but it's all right. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Like, keep telling a good story. Um, Back to Snowfall, the actress that plays the mother. Her name is, uh, and I could say it wrong, is Michael Hyatt. Okay. And she's from Birmingham, England. So I was right. She is from, she is from across the pond. I can't believe I just said that out loud. I can't believe you did either. Yeah, but that was not a good moment for you. She played both Avon Barksdale's mom and she plays Franklin State's mom in this. And both times she's been holding it down. And I appreciate that. What else we got up here? Okay. So you want to go with sports or you want to do the Golden Globes? You want to keep it on entertainment or you want to jump to sports? Because the one big sports story of today dropped like a few hours ago. Um, it does. I don't have a whole lot to say about the Golden Globes. I didn't even watch it. I didn't either. I'm just going to read off the winners because I've I seen the things that the winners were in. Um, let's, let's do the J.J. Watt thing. Okay. So J.J. Watt is going to Arizona. Any, any, anything? Um, it's. I mean, it's a good picker for Arizona. I feel like. Two years, 31 mil. He could still produce at a high level. How long does his brother have in Pittsburgh? Shit, I don't know. Because I was thinking, like, I'm pretty sure TJ's going to want to get the hell up out of Pittsburgh at some point. He's not going to be the only one holding that defense down for long. Unless they build something up. But I don't see that happening. When you think. I mean, they can. Pittsburgh building the defense isn't. It's not that difficult. But wouldn't you think J.J. would probably want to meet up with T.J. at some point? If that was the case, why didn't he do it now? I don't think he wanted to go to Pittsburgh. I don't think that defense looked good enough for him. I don't he would have been in the same position he would be with, with the Texans. Uh, Pitt, the Pittsburgh defense don't look a whole lot better. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sorry. The uh, Cardinals? The Cardinals defense don't look a whole lot better than Pittsburgh. Do they still have Patrick Peterson back there? Yeah, but they better get rid of him. They don't have to. If you told me, pick a defense. I'm not picking Arizona's over Pittsburgh's. I'm not doing it. I thought he was probably going to take the Wisconsin route and go to Green Bay just because he's from there. I kind of thought that. Uh, and I think I, he still lives up there, too. Honestly, I, I'd i be lying if I if I told you that other than Pittsburgh and Green Bay, I had any idea where he was going to go. I didn't, and I really didn't care. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Anytime you get like a, a – star player going to another team. They usually ball out a little more. Yeah. And they play Houston this year. Man, Deshaun, get the hell up out of there. He's trying to do – he he fit the coach. And the they're, coach is like, hey. He was like, hey, I, I, they're not gonna, say whatever you want. I don't I'm think, still leaving. I don't think they're going to trade him, at least this season. But he's the type of player he could sit out a year and it will he's benefit gonna, him. He's going to have to. But it would benefit him, like, physically. Yeah, and he's going to have to. So, if he wants to get out of Houston, the only way that's going to work is if they is if he doesn't play. And I think that's if he's if if that's what he wants to do, then do it. But I don't think anybody's going to give them what they want or I mean what they deserve for Deshaun Watson. 
I don't think anybody has it to give. Now, I don't know if he has a no trade clause in his contract or not. But if if he's able to say, I want to go here or here or here and hasn't been moved, that makes me think that he has some way to dictate where he goes. So if you're not getting traded, the best bet is for you not to play, dog. Because it serves them no. If they trade him, they don't have him. If he doesn't play, they don't have him. He's not going to. I know one thing he won't do. He won't not play for the duration of his contract. No. I know he won't do that. So. What you got? Are you telling me that if you don't get traded, you're going to retire? Well, go ahead. But when the thing about that, when you come back from retirement, if you're still in the contract period, you still got to check in with that team. They still own your the rights to you until after that contract's over. If you retire. I think they, I, I think they own the rights to you no, no matter what, to be honest with you. I mean, if you're going to do it, if you're going to pull a Carlson Palmer, pull a Carlson Palmer. But remember, the stop that Carlson Palmer went to after they traded him was not where he stayed. I'm trying to think. He went from Cincinnati to Oakland. And then went to Arizona. And then found a found youth in Arizona for like a year or two. Yeah. Arizona seems to be like if you're an aging quarterback, you go there and, and – you prosper well, for about a season or two. That was that was when the NFC West was weak. Hey man, he did what he was supposed to do where he was. You can't you can't fault him for the other teams being trash. I mean, I'm not trying to, it's, but it's, let's let's be real here. They they put their their boots on the same way as the other teams. Clearly they didn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> clearly they did not. Carson was doing exactly what he was told, and he was succeeding at it. Which is cool. But I'm not about to sit here and get upset because Carson Palmer <laughs> went to the, the Cardinals and didn't win shit. I'm not giving him more credit than he needs. He, they play in the division I was asked at the time. Come on. That, what, what else? What else? What else do you want to say? They were asked. Oh no! I'm not disagreeing with the fact that they're ass. I'm just saying Carson Wentz and that got all, the check. That's always done. going to come into play when you talk about quarterbacks and how well they do on certain teams. I said it for years. Tom Brady did so well because he was in a division that was ass. And then what did he do? He went to another division that just happened to hit their stride of being ass. Oh, did I tell you about the T-shirt I got? Oh, you got the T-shirt? Yeah, it's forty-five dollars, but I got the damn T-shirt. Tipsy Tom. You want one? They still got them in our size. No, I'm good. All right. I'm, I'm super good. Thank you, though. But, I mean, division. your division comes into play when talking about how good you are. That's why I, I will always knock Tony Roma. Always. He played in a division that was barely average. Can we say that about Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Okay. We can say that about Drew Brees, too. No, there was a yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there was a few times where, when it was Atlanta or, with or Matt Ryan in and Carolina, 
Carolina with Cam, yeah. that there was yeah. like a good two, three year stretch where he had to really fight. Tampa Bay really didn't. I mean. Yeah, I'm saying the same thing about Drew Brees. And I, if we keep it in a butt, you could throw Phillip Rivers in there too. Shit, we could throw Russ in there. Russ in there as well. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna throw him in there yet because his career is not over. But uh, if he don't win another one, yeah, yeah. There's a Matt. There's, hey man, there's some quarterbacks I can, I can jump on and <laughs> be like, hey, you underperformed for your career. You got all these nice stats, cool. If you got one or no Super Bowl, if Eli Manning has more Super Bowls than you and you're talking about you, you're one of the best quarterbacks of all time, you're not. You're not. Sorry, I, I can't. Can't do it. Eli got two. You could pull a John Elway and get like back-to-back titles at like the tail end of your career. They could. I think he, I think all, he was a five, though. Shit, all they need to do, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, they got to get one more. That's it. Russ, one more. You were 10, not even 10 yards away. Not even. Russ was on the one-yard line. Man. In the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, Man, dog. dog, like, come on. I remember. And I'm, I might not hold Russ's feet to the fire as much as the other two because – the NFC West for as as long as Russ has been there, the NFC West has been one of the best divisions in football. Okay, so I, years now, years later, because I remember we were watching that game, and when that happened, I think we all collectively were just like, "God damn it!" Hindsight, I would have did it again. You still would have threw it? Yeah, not right there. No, I still would have ran it. I would have threw it to the post. I wouldn't throw it to. If you were if you were gonna throw it, then yeah, yeah. I would have threw it somewhere else. But no, nah, I, I would have threw it to where if it was incomplete, like it wouldn't even it wouldn't have mattered because the play call would have been run. <laughs> but <laughs> like, if because well, the main reason why is because they know they're right there and Marshawn Lynch is back there, so and they I can still, easily stack the box. I still don't think they would have stopped it. That's just how tough of a runner Marshawn was, and it wasn't. I don't think it was fourth down. I got to remember. I know they had multiple chances at it. So if yeah, you did, actually, yeah, they. I think it was like a first down. I think play. it was first down. <laughs> so that means I have four chances to get a yard with Marshawn Lynch. But how many times have we seen a, a star running back on a team ha, try listen, to go like four how many, times? How many times have we seen niggas do like Marshawn was doing, dragging people for multiple? All he had to do was get through once. Or better yet, Russ, you're fast. <laughs> Why don't you fake a hand off and run that in there, buddy? Yeah. yeah that was, uh... There were too many options leg-wise for him to throw it to the worst possible option. I think he threw that bitch a triple coverage, didn't he? No, it was one-on-one, but it was there was nothing there. Yeah, no, there. it was one-on-one because he, he, the receiver got knocked out of the way. Even if he wouldn't have, even if the pass, like, that was not going to score regardless. He wasn't even in a position to catch the ball and get in the end zone. Man. Fucking Bible thumping asshole. Wow. So to go to Globes were yesterday. <laughs> and uh, here are some of the winners. So, uh, best drama motion picture, Nomadland. I did not watch that movie. It's about a white woman that just goes everywhere. 
best actress in I a drama either. motion picture. Andra Day. How at her? I like her. I, do you know who she is? Nope. Have you ever heard the song Rise Up? Nope. And I rise up. Yes. I, her. She, that's the singer. What movie does she win that for? Um, the United States versus Billie Holiday. I've heard that she played the hell out of Billie Holiday. How the fuck did that? It just came out. Well, you know, these movies go out to the festivals and things first, and then they release. So a lot of these movies go out to the festivals in, like, November and December, and then we get a hold of them. Still. Yeah. <laughs> and I really want to watch that, but I don't think I can watch that with Boo Jane, because I feel like that's going to be deep again, and she's going to get on me about that. Yeah, I've been having a streak of getting real deep movies. Uh, but I, I do want to watch that, because I, I feel like, especially... Um, with Billie Holiday and stuff, I, I want to see if they're going through her whole life or they're just doing a particular part of her life, like towards the end. Uh, Chadwick Boseman won for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Never seen it, but you, you know what? It's I, on Netflix. It's really good, though. You know what I hate? When a person dies and they decide to give them all the awards then? Yes. Because then you make me, the person who actually likes that person, think if they would have gotten it if they were still alive. Actually... I think he would have got it if he was still alive. But that's how good he was in the movie. That And we're not going to act like how good these people are. Movies really matter when now, it comes to award season. It doesn't. It does help that he was with Viola Davis and it was directed by Denzel and all this stuff. So I, I think that did help elevate a lot. And I think if he was still alive, I think he would have still gotten this award. Only because he was, when I say he was damn good... He was damn good in this movie. Like, I mean, I I'm just saying. I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from, I though, because they it. do. They do that a lot, they, I, especially with our talent. They will give us the awards after we're done, so we can't even receive our roses before it's time. I just, man. Uh, Jane Fonda won the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which is okay. Well deserved for Jane Fonda. Um, Whatever that award entails. I think it's just like a, a, a lifetime <laughs> achievement. Dude. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well deserved for Jane Fonda. Yeah. Sasha Barra Cohen won actor in a musical or comedy for Borat. Best actor. Best actor. Read, read, read the other people on that list, please. Those, the other people that was nominated. James Corden for The Prom. I didn't even hear, hear that. Dave Patel, uh, Dev Patel, who's actually a really good art, uh, actor. Lynn manuel Miranda for Hamilton. Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. So, yeah, Sasha was going to get that one. He shouldn't have. Which, who do you think should have got it? Because I didn't see all the other ones. I'm going to tell you right now. Andy Samberg and Palm Springs was hilarious. Okay. And I don't know how he beat Lynn. Lynn. With Hamilton? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Hamilton is sort of like a And how the fuck is that still in the nominations? I think it's because this is the the film version that dropped on Disney Plus last year. That, so it's not that, the it's not the it's not the play on Broadway. This all is that the film was version. was a recording of the play on Broadway. Listen, I I know the game. I God know how, damn! I know they the doing they doing know. deluxe editions of movies now. <laughs> Jodie Foster won Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture for the. I'm not even gonna try to. Read never that. seen it. Glenn Close was on this. I thought she would have got something. Because, you know, Glenn, when she shows up, 
She damn near gets everything she shows up in. I mean, there was a couple. Listen, there was a couple shits that I was like, yeah, okay. The Crown won Best TV Drama Series. Never seen it. Against The Mandalorian, Ratchet, Ozark, and Lovecraft Country. <laughs> yep. Daniel Kaluuya, my man from Get Out, won Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture for Judas and the Black Messiah. I have not watched that yet. Still haven't seen it. But here's the list that I'm glad he... Uh, this was tough. Sasha Baron Cohen in The Trial of the Chicago 7, which is really good. Leslie Odom Jr., who I thought should have won because he played the hell out of Sam Cooke in One Night in Miami. Bill Murray on The Rocks. And Jared Leto, The Little Things. Which that movie was... Mid at best. Yeah. I, had a, I had a conversation with my dad about that movie. I mean, I watched it because Denzel was in it. You know, that's my boy. But Did, who, who killed who killed these people? Who? Spring Alex, Blake. tell me. <laughs> no, Alex, tell me who killed the people. Hey man, I'm not doing it. Who killed the people, Alex? Was it Denzel? Was it Jared? Who who did it? I really would love for it to be Denzel though. That would have been a hell of a twist. Who did it? Cause I watched the movie. I still can't tell you. Had a conversation with my father about the movie. Neither of us can still. Well, it's supposed to be a psychological thrill. Nigga, it's supposed to. I want to answer. (laughs) (laughs) If by psychological thriller you mean it's going to keep me up thinking about why y'all didn't tell me who the fuck did it, and nobody, nobody can tell me that with a hundred percent certainty who they think the killer was. I'm telling you, I was really hoping for the Denzel twist. It could have been. That would have been beautiful. It could have been Denzel. But because I watched the movie for an hour and a half, two hours, and I still don't know weeks later, fuck had, your movie. They had our robot out there looking crazy. I'm so know. mad. <laughs> I don't remember the dude's name. I just call him my robot because that's what he was in. Not our robot, Mr. Robot. I was so mad. Oh, you talking about um, you know Rami? Talking about? Yeah. I was so dog, man. I watched that shit and was like, for real? For real? Like, I think they overthought it themselves when they were making it. They were like, oh, yeah, we got one with this one. But they forgot to answer the fucking question. <laughs> a screenplay of a motion picture went to the trial of the Chicago 7. That was won by Aaron Sorkin, who, if you know anything about him, he... Hey, man, if Aaron Sorkin writes and does the shit for your film or TV or whatever, get, your, get, get a good suit ready. Because nine times out of ten, uh, when award season comes around, you'll you'll be there. <laughs> uh, original score went to Soul, which I saw that coming. Soul won the best animated too. Yeah, uh, Jason Sudeikis won actor in a musical or comedy. Read read those nominees too. Nicholas Holt, the Great, Don Cheadle, Black Monday. I still haven't watched that show. I haven't either. I keep meaning to do it, but I don't. Eugene Levy in Shit's Creek, and I, I need to watch that because I, I saw heard, like an episode, but it was out of place. Motherfuckers really love funny. Shit's Creek, boy. That shit was fun. The one episode I saw was it funny? I know Captain O'Hara it won an was award. Funny last no, night. His son, oh, Eugene Levy's son, yeah, he is funny as shit. Looks just like his dad, too. yes. But he was funny as shit in that. Catherine, you said Catherine Hahn won, right? Yeah, Catherine. Yeah, O'Hara. she won. Yeah, uh, miniseries, The Queen's Gambit won that one. Um, animated feature once again, Soul. Trying to see. 
Shit's Creek one musical or comedy TV series, which why is that lumped into one thing? Huh? Why is that lumped into one category? I, I have no clue. Why is comedy and musical in one category when they're vastly different things? Um, supporting actor in a series goes to John Boy- Boy- Boyega. I can never say his name. For some shit that, uh, that Small I Small X. Okay, so it was... It was like a... Mm, it was like a miniseries, but it wasn't. So it was like... I think it was one... I don't think they're going to do another season. So I think it would be a miniseries. But it was just like a collective of stories. And um, he was in one of the episodes, if you want to call it that. That mm-hmm. was actually really good. Um but Daniel Levy was uh, nominated in that for Shit's Creek. He'll probably get it if they. If, I don't know how long they're gonna keep Shit's Creek going. It's over. Oh, it's over. I think it's over. Damn. <laughs> I think Shit's Creek is over. Actor in the miniseries of motion. I guess that says motion picture. I don't know. It was cut off. Hometown. Mark Ruffalo won that. First Colonial's finest against Jeff Daniels. Who's our boy? Brian Cranston, Hugh Grant, and Ethan Hawke. God damn. Yeah. And uh, Anya Taylor Joy, who won for the Queen's Gambit and actress. I guess it's good. It's about a white girl that plays chess. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, uh, Hulu. And, uh, or Netflix, one of those two. Jillian Anderson for the Crown for supporting actors. So. Hey, man. Jason uh, Jason's today, he was going through it last night. Well, you know, his girl is out here with uh, Harry Styles, isn't he? Yeah. Damn. And they just they just all around town like ain't no pandemic and he at home. You, you could tell he was going through it. <laughs> hey man, when you lose something that bad to something younger than and you. And not even that, too. They were together for so damn long. I don't know how they I don't know how they met. I think they met on like Saturday Night Live or something like that. But when you when I first heard that they were a couple, I was like, wait, him? But then again, you know what I'm saying? He's probably got like that sense of humor that she fucks with, well, or did until it probably got annoying, and then she was like, "Yeah, I'm out." See, but and I don't, I don't really. He don't have that annoying comedy. We're just assuming that that's why she. But <laughs> I don't like. He's not like with some people. I'm like, yeah, I can see how that shit would get annoying if they're like that all the time. But he's not one of those people. I don't know what the deal was on that, but yeah. But all man, I know, man, he, yeah, he loved he was going through it. So let me uh, shout out to Jason Sudeikis. He always goes to award shows and wears dope ones. Shout out to you, man. I hope you're doing all right, man. Once again, I didn't watch. The you show. don't know me. I'm pretty sure that uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did something. Yeah, amazing. everything was on Zoom. Evidently, I heard that one was in L.A. and one was in New York. Evidently, the the MVP of the show was Bob Odenkirk. Who keeps getting hold out of awards for Better Call Saul? Evidently, he was on Zoom. I saw he got a movie coming out, but it's not a comedy. It's like an action, like he's protecting his family from. Yeah, like, I seen that. I don't want to watch it. I, I, I don't either. Like Bob, I need you to make me laugh. You should, Bob. You should have waited till after Better Call Saul was over to make something stupid. Like, I don't want to see you. I can't wait for that shit to come back. The last season too. I uh. I decided to do myself oh something. I, I decided to watch The Equalizer on CBS with Queen Latifah. 
Oh my god. And I did it because it's Queen Latifah and she is for for the culture a big fixture on how we move in things and she's really dope as an artist and she's really she's she's all right as an actress, you know. I would like her in a comedy more than I would like her in an action thriller. Don't pigeonhole her. I'm going to have to because this it, 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 it this bad. It's bad. It's bad. I love you, Queen. Queen, I love you. I love you. If they ever do a set it off too, I will be the first one in line. She died. Nigga, I said what I said. <laughs> hey, what is it? Dawn of set it off? She's dead, nigga. <laughs> she went out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> she turned on my drawer. Matter of fact, they all died <laughs> except for Jada. Yeah, Jada, Jada. <laughs> And I still, I still think. Okay, so hear me out real quick. Okay, are you ready? You ready for this? Yeah, man. So I don't remember what came out first. So, but I think "Set It Off" and "Tales from the Crypt," "Demon Knight" came out around the same time. Well, at the end of "Tale" and the end of "Set It Off," she's on a bus going somewhere. As "Demon Knight" begins, she gets off a bus in the town. In my warped Jada Pinkett Smith cinematic universe, set it off, let's uh, Demon Knight. I'll take questions. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and wait, she cut her hair at the begin at the end of set it off too. Guess what? Short hair, Demon Knight. I'll, I'll take any more questions you might have. Why are you this way? It makes sense. This is what happens when you don't pop for a week. Your fault. This is what happens when you don't pop for a week. I don't care, man. Matter of fact, let me look, let me look at the dates of these movies. Hold on one second. Don't, we're, we're not doing this. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't cut me off. <laughs> You can follow the show. No, no, because we haven't even talked about Lady Gaga's dogs. Why? They found the dogs, but not the person who killed the person that was walking them. They didn't kill him. He's alive. Oh, he's still alive? Yes. I thought he died. He just got shot. They found the dogs? I thought they went, yeah, they found the dogs. Oh, thank God. I was losing sleep. They found the dogs on, I think, like Thursday or Friday. But, oh, thank God. But I thought the person that was walking them was killed. I thought he No, he got out. shot. Oh, so he just went out like 50 cent. Yeah, he good. Oh. Well, hold on. Let me find these dates real quick. That's it about the dogs. You can follow the show. No, 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 no. You're not going to cut me off from this, Alex. Oh, yeah. You know what? You know what we forgot to talk about? And you're absolutely right. I should, I was wrong for trying to cut you off. They're bringing back Rap City to BET with big tickets. Fuck that. I don't care about that. You can follow the no, show. No, no. You're not going to do this to me. Hold on one second. God damn it. We're on both things. Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. My theory's completely off. <laughs> because Demon Knight came out before and set it off. I don't care. I'm still going to do it. That's still my theory. Fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. Set it off as a prequel? It was like a flashback. You can... Hey, before, before I close this... uh. uh why are you trying to close it so fast? I don't like this. 
You can't be doing it. You gotta let me get my shit off, nigga. Uh, first of all, this past week was a big week for the seven five seven with the music and stuff, because Drum dropped uh, Exposure. I think that's the first single. Man, we didn't even talk about Bruno Mars. No, we're gonna talk about that. We gonna no, 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 no. We're gonna say that for Thursday. Oh my god, because I'm ready. Uh, I'm impatient, but I'm ready. Uh, and Anderson. Pa- I'm impatient, but I'm ready. Oh, we got to go outside this here. Fuck it. But Sunny Moonshine, uh, she dropped an album or an EP. I guess it would be called an EP. It wasn't really full length on Friday. And I listened to it. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I need to listen to that when it's warm and I'm outside. It's it's coming, dog. Because she was, and it was warm. So, like, I was like, oh, no, this is helping with the feel. Like, mm mm-mm. She dro- people go check that out. It's um, let me find the name of it right. You should have the name pulled up already. Well, I forgot to even. I guess put a week in no pot, and you're you're a little rusty, huh? Yeah, I couldn't even hook up this shit right. You a hoe? Thank you, D. That's why I tried to cut off the show early. See, and luckily for you, I didn't let you. <laughs> Bitch ass. Y'all was trying to stop my shine, dog. Why? Why? It's called Listen to Me Lightning. Yeah, listen to me, Selwyn. Hey, one one time again, happy birthday, Melinda. We love you from the show. Yeah. She won't hear this until St. Patrick's Day. Uh, And I'm going to know because she's coming over tomorrow, so I'm going to know if she heard it. Because if she don't say nothing, she ain't here. You can follow the show on both Instagram and Facebook at This Ain't A Pod. Hey, real quick. I'm not the one posting from the Instagram anymore, Jaleel. It's a girl now. Don't be mean. Or be mean. Or you be mean, whatever. She's a woman. It's a woman now, so think about that before you mention anything on the show or say anything in the replies. You can follow my esteemed colleague with the Jada Pinkett Smith uh, cinematography. Cinematic universe, dick. Get it right. All right, then. Uh, at exhibit underscore D E E on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me. I wonder how Dr. Dre and April are doing. I thought we, I thought the one was enough. The time of a buffer. I was just one. I was thinking that loud. You can follow me on both Instagram or at Will Dams Brad. Here we go. We'll be back on Thursday. Are you sure? Yeah. I missed you guys so much. You'll get your cinematic universes together. Uh, I got more, nigga. Don't play. <laughs> Don't play with me. We got a number one. It's Virginia Beach, but I mean, it's the same as last week. So, Let's see what happens. Let's see what you get, Carla. Let's see what you get when you mess with the Warrior. Wow. We'll see y'all on Thursday.